Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball, the podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein, the managing editor at JustBaseball.com. I also host my own show, Locked on Mets, as well, which leads into the topic today. Who's better, Francisco Lindor or Trey Turner? Now, of course, obviously, with a wide network of talented voices, I could have got someone to come on to discuss today's topic with me, to debate and maybe argue for Trey Turner. And I did put a feeler out there to our other editor, Leo Morgenstern, who is a big-time Philly fan. I just asked him, straight up, who's better, Lindor or Turner? He said Lindor, so I was like, do I bring him on to agree with me, or do I just call the ISO play like I feel like I should on this topic as someone who knows Francisco Lindor's game better than anyone else out there who's been watching him nonstop over the last two years, who has dove deep into any Fangrass page, baseball savant, highlight video, and I'll tell you what, I've said it on my show many times, I'll say it on this new show now. Francisco Lindor is bar none the best shortstop in all of baseball. The reason why we're even discussing shortstops and we will be all week long is because at JustBaseball.com we will have our top 10 shortstops released. We had a Zoom call between myself, Peter Apple, Colby Olsen, Jack McMullen, Arm Layton. All the, the big heads at Just Baseball got together. We mounted on it. We discussed the top 10s of each position around the game. Top 10 second base is getting published on Monday, as you might be watching listen to this. Top 10 shortstops on Tuesday. And then my top 10 double play combinations will be coming. Actually, we're going to go top 5 on that. And that will be released on Wednesday. So a lot of shortstops, middle infield talk this week. And that leads perfectly into this conversation about who's better, Lindor and Turner. And so as I've already told you, consensus among the staff is that Lindor is the best shortstop in baseball. But today, I aim to tell you why. Because if you're a Phillies fan or if you're a Nationals fan or maybe a Dodgers fan, like I've been watching Trey Turner play baseball, I think he's the best shortstop in the game. And if you want to go back to 2019 and look at the stats since then, you would be right, okay? You would be. And the reason why we didn't go back to 2018 is because then Lindor would be the leading shortstop when it came to F4. If you're not aware what F4 is, it's Fangrass wins above replacement. This is the statistic that tells us how valuable a player is when it comes to wins. What wins are they bringing to their ball club? And since Lindor made his debut in 2015, since 2016, 17, 18, he has been the best shortstop in baseball. Last year, he was the best shortstop in baseball. Of the eight seasons he has played Major League Baseball, he has been the best shortstop four of those eight seasons. And in his rookie year, he was within a win of Xander Bogart's who did lead the league that year, and he played like 50, 60 less games. So Lindor, in my opinion, and what the stats would tell us, has really been the best shortstop in five of the eight seasons he's played. The three that he hasn't are why Trey Turner is the best shortstop since 2019. He was not the best shortstop uh, in 2020, 2021 for sure, and I don't believe he was the best shortstop as well in 2019. Uh, 19. So those are the years where Trey Turner overall has been able to pass them up. And if you look at the stats since 2019, Trey Turner does lead the league with an F4 of 20.1. Lindor is at 18.8. Look at the home run total. Lindor edges him out 86 compared to Turner at 80. But Turner has him in runs 350 to 302. And RBIs 275 to 271. Stolen bases 
106 to 54. Ironically enough, they played an identical amount of games since 2019, 489 for both of them. You go to the walk rate, Lindor has been slightly better, 18 point, or not 18.7, excuse me, that make him an unbelievable player, 8.7 to 6.9. Strikeout rate, it's Lindor by a hair, 17.1 to 17.9. Isolated power, Turner's got him by points. 198 to 194. Babbitt, Turner's got him 351 to 283. And that is why you see Turner with the 311 batting average compared to Lindor at 264. Turner gets on base at a 361 clip to Lindor at 333. And Turner has slugged better, which of course is partially due to that extra speed, the doubles, the triples, where he's at a 509 slug to Lindor at 458. Then we go to the all-encompassing stat. Way to runs created plus. That measures hitters based on a league average of 100. So for Turner, since 2019, a 133 WRC plus. The only shortstop in baseball who has been better over that type of a sample is Bogarts at 134. Correa is at 132. Lindor is down at 116. So offensively, Trey Turner is the more consistent and the better player. But this is a game about everything. It's about Running the bases, it's about hitting, and it's about defense. And that is the great separator between these two players. And that is why Francisco Lindor is better than Trey Turner. Let's look at all the stats. And and I made this as fair to Turner as I could because I went back to 2018 when he took over that position full-time for the Nationals and started over 150 games. So DF, DEF, or defense, right, that is... You go to Fangraphs, you'll see defense and offense, and it's right next to the war. So that is a breakdown of just the defensive value of a player, the offensive value. It is uh, simply fielding runs above average, what Fangraphs calls it. It's ultimate zone rating at Fangraphs, and it's the position alignment added together to tell you a player's total defensive value relative to league average. It's a cumulative stat, so it's based on the quality and the quantity of your performance. Francisco Lindor doesn't just lead shortstops in that stat. Since 2018, he is the best defender in all of baseball with a DEF of 91.3. The next best is Nick Ahmed and JT Real Muto at 78.3. Trey Turner all the way down at 16th at 27.1. Then we go a little bit further, right? Defensive run save is a stat that Carlos Correa is the king of. He has 50 to lead shortstops over that same window since 2018. But Lindor is at 20 defensive run save, sixth best. I'd have to really dive deeper to understand why that stat does not favor Lindor. Is it because he's not making as many of the crazy plays that a Correa might make? And maybe Lindor's just overall you know, stability is not valued as much by that stat. I have to do a deeper dive to understand it. But even with that... Francisco Lindor at 20 defensive runs saved is better than Trey Turner at 7. And then all the other stats are overwhelmingly Lindor around the game, right? Ultimate zone rating, 30.4 for Lindor since 2018. Turner at negative 4.9. Outs above average, my favorite defensive metric, has Lindor at 87, the best mark in all of baseball. For Turner, it's at 13. Then you have runs above average. For Lindor, 66. For Turner, 10. 
Last year, we look at the stats. Defensive run save did favor Turner slightly. Negative one compared to negative two. Again, that's a stat that for whatever reason, Lindor does not thrive in as much. But everything else, once again, came up. Lindor, 13 outs above average, 10 runs above average, 4.6 ultimate zone rating. Turner is at 0-0 and negative 0.7 in those three metrics. When I look at these two players, the reason I believe that Francisco Lindor is better than Trey Turner is because I think that his ceiling is better. I think that Trey Turner is the better offensive player, but when you add in the defense, Lindor has a level that Turner just cannot reach because he can be a platinum glove winner. He can be, and he has been, the best defender in baseball at the most premium position. We are eliminating the shift this year. I think that is going to make Lindor's value stand up even more than it has previously when you compare him to other fielders that now don't get the benefit of being aided by the shift, like a Xander Bogarts or even like a Trey Turner. That defense is what makes the difference because I believe that at his peak offensive value, Lindor can put up a season as good as Trey Turner. Last year, it wasn't that far off. If we compare the two offensively last season, Francisco Lindor, 26 homers to Turner's 21. You know, the runs, the RBI is pretty close. 98 for Lindor, 101 runs for Turner, 107 RBIs to 100. Stolen bases, Turner's always going to get in there, 27 to 16. You go to the strikeout and the walk rates for walk rate on Lindor, 8.4 to 6.4. The strikeout rate's almost identical, 18.8 for Lindor, 18.5 for Turner. Turner hit for a higher average, got on base a little bit more. 298 average, 343 on base for Lindor. It was 270 and 339. Turner slugged a little bit more. Again, the, the extra speed allows him to slug more because he can turn more singles into doubles than Lindor can. But his slug was at four, uh, 466 to 449. But you look at the isolated power, Lindor at 179 to Turner 169. Their WRC plus was almost identical. Lindor 127, Turner 128. Their offensive value, Turner 29.5, Lindor 25.4. Again, Turner was better, but I do believe that at Lindor's peak, if he wasn't dealing with a finger that ailed him for a month after he slammed it into a hotel door, I think he gets over 30 home runs, and he might have been more valuable than Turner last year offensively, but even if not, even if the margin is closer, the defensive difference is what is the bigger disparity between these two players. And that is why I look at Lindor, I say, in his best season, how high could that F-war climb? How many wins could he bring the Mets? I believe it could be over eight in his best season because, you know, in 2018, his F-4 was 7.8. It was right there. And I think now at this age, this stage of his career, 29 years old, coming off a great season, playing on a better team than he ever did in Cleveland, although the 2016 run was magical for them. Now he's got a Pete Alonzo protecting him, and he's got this lineup in front of him with a Brandon Nimmo and a Jeff McNeil and a Starling Marte that'll get on base for him. He is just in this perfect position to have the type of season where he could win an MVP. Now Trey Turner is in the same boat with the Phillies this year because he has to carry them with Bryce Harper out. I think both of these guys are sneaky MVP candidates. But I believe that Trey Turner at his absolute best could maybe creep up to being a seven-win player, 
but I think the six and the the six point six career high is about as good as it's going to get for Trey Turner. Like I said, maybe a little bit of a room for a, a better season, but the offense just has to be so astronomically good because he's just not going to be much better than a you know average to slightly above average fielder at shortstop. Whereas Lindor brings the Gold Glove pedigree, can be insane defensively to add wins like on like just so much value there that his offensive ceiling could coincide with it and you can get a guy that leads the national league in f war by a healthy margin and ends up becoming an mvp and i will say this i just discussed it on my show locked on mess today why francisco lindor you know could win the mvp this year you look at his odds right now plus 2500 trey turner's odds we're definitely less than 2,000. I think they were like 1,400. For two players that are about as good as each other, I mean, going into the season, I'm not betting on Turner if I can get Lindor at plus 2,500. So bottom line through all this, these are the best two shortstops in baseball. So, so make no mistake about it. I, I'm not trying to not trade Turner to prop up Lindor. I'm just saying that Francisco Lindor has been the best shortstop in baseball since his debut. He went through a rough skid a little bit. You know, the 2020 season wasn't kind to him. 2021, he really struggled before June, started to get it going. He then had the oblique strain, ended up missing time for the first time in his career, and and didn't come back and look like himself again until September when he was awesome. And then this past season, he returned and, and grabbed that mantle again as being the best shortstop in the game. And I don't think he's going to let go of it this season. I think we're going to see a big season from Francisco Lindor. I know that doesn't maybe count as too much of a statement from the guy with the Mets flag behind him, but just wait and see what I think he's going to do this year because I also believe that coming off the World Baseball Classic, Lindor is going to hit the ground running, and I don't think he's going to stop. I really don't. So we'll see exactly what happens. That was today's edition of Who's Better Baseball. On Wednesday's show, I believe we're going to do some double play combination comparison, and we'll close out the week maybe with a little more shortstop talk as JustBaseball.com has all of our top 10s for the middle infield coming out this week. So make sure you read that, top 10 second baseman. Monday, top 10 shortstop. On Tuesday, see who falls behind Lindor and Turner. Spoiler, that's 1 and 2 on the list. But who is 3 through 10? You can check that out. Then again, top five double play combinations coming your way as well. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you follow this uh, show on YouTube. Subscribe and check out all the great written work that we have coming at JustBaseball.com. <laughs>